Welcome to the Success Sensei Podcast for anyone interested in success, happiness, and balance. We'll teach you how to be a black belt at life. And now, your host, former professional fighter, multiple world champion, entrepreneur, and investor, Robert Devan. Bowing in. This is Roundhouse Rob, the success sensei, helping you to win at life one kick and punch at a time. Episode 248. Property, crypto, gold, shares, NFTs. Is there value right now? Welcome to the main event. It's the Success Sensei Podcast main event. Property, crypto, gold, shares, NFTs. Is there value right now? That's some list, isn't it? Property, crypto, gold, shares, NFTs. How does somebody get ahead? How does somebody get to be wealthy, get to be rich? Well, wealth and, and rich are two totally different things. Rich could be to do with your earnings, but wealth, you know, is, is defined as way more than that. Um, and hopefully it's it's generational and it lasts longer than just riches might. It's not as temporary as that. So how does somebody get ahead and how does somebody get wealthy? How does the ordinary person do it? Well, before we even get into any of the dis- stuff we need to discuss, we, we kind of should probably cover that, how to, how to get wealthy in the first place. And, you know, it's simple, but it's not easy. And, and here's how you do it. You work hard. You try to maximize your income. So you do that in any which way you can possibly do it, but you try to maximize your, your income, whether it's to do with you know academia or working hard within your, your own profession or setting up your own business or working two jobs or whatever which way you do it, you try to maximize, you work hard, you maximize your income. Then you save as much as you can and then you invest as much as you can of that. And that is the secret. It's not really an amazing secret. I told you it's simple, but it's not easy. You work hard to maximize your income, you save as much as you can, then you invest as much as you can. Now, the invest part, invest, 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 is the part that we're concentrating on for this, which should have been obvious from the title of property, crypto, gold, shares, NFTs, is their value right now. And it's such a strange, time that we're living in right now because I think the markets are all fairly high. I probably should have stated at the first that I'm not a financial advisor but sometimes it's nice to hear the opinion of people who aren't financial advisors and haven't got that type of an agenda behind them Um, and also because I'm not a financial advisor maybe I can break it down to a more sensical way that that the everyday person can understand because that's exactly what I am. Um, Without the invest part, by the way, can you become wealthy? Well, it's a hell of a lot harder if you don't have extremely high earning power. So you do need to invest to become wealthy if you don't have extremely high earning power. Now, the majority of you listening to this podcast won't have extremely high earning power that is enough to get you through, you know, your level of spending and all your debt and the unforeseen changes that can happen in society and with the economy. You need a hell of a lot of a high level to make sure that you didn't go through it. So you do need investing and investing is for everybody. It doesn't matter if your culture, if your country, 
If your family don't have investing experience, that doesn't matter. Why can't it start with you? Because it is all economic levels. I guarantee you when, when certain people read, you know, property, crypto, gold, shares, NFT, or just investing in general, that they reach the conclusion that it's only for, I don't know, rich, white, middle class, you know, upper class, first world um, men, maybe is the impression that comes to your mind, when it's actually for everybody of all levels. You can invest with one cent. It, it's not you know, millions, necessarily millions. So whatever image you have in your in your mind, whatever emotional barriers and mental barriers you have in your mind that are preventing you from starting investing or having more investments, put them out of your mind because they're not doing you any justice. And this is a long-term game. It does help if you can enjoy it. If you can treat it, I suppose, like a hobby that you actually spend time on and you enjoy studying whatever field it is that you're interested in, in, in studying, that you can you know, treat it as a hobby, that you can continue to educate yourself and study. And as I said, enjoy the pursuit, make it fun. So whatever your investment vehicle is going to be, you might you know, want to diver diversify your investments and have them across several different areas. And that's no problem at all. You might want to specialize, but whatever you think you could possibly have an interest, nurture that interest because you may as well make it fun. And then maybe you can transition it from a hobby into a full-time professional pursuit. You just never know. But you have to start. And starting with small money is absolutely, totally normal, totally fine. And generally the way it's done. So things right now, is there value right now? That's the question that people are asking me all the time. Do you see value right now? And is there value right now? Two totally different questions. Um, yes, I believe there's value right now. And the question is, can you see value right now? There's always value. You might have to change your mindset. You might have to look a little bit harder. There might be more competition out there. You might have to put a little bit more time and effort into the pursuit of figuring it out where the value is for you. That's why I'm saying you need to treat it as a hobby and turn it into something that you want to actually spend time doing. So a lot of people see no value, but I mean, that's a benefit to you if you can see value you do need that that mindset shift to be looking for values for value i don't think by the way it's you know an amateur's market right now i do think prices are up and prices are, are up across the board to do with shortage and to do with excess savings now, the everyday person, again, is saying, I don't know what, what all this excess savings about, because I certainly don't have excess savings and money coming out my ears. But the fact of the matter is there's more money on deposit now than ever in history. So that means that with all the government intervention to do with COVID and the pandemic, there is actually more money circulating out there. Maybe it's not in your pocket. Maybe it's not in your bank. So... It is out there, so you may as well try to get it into your pocket and into your bank. Let's let's go through the the different uh, investment vehicles at the moment and have a quick discussion. Okay, property is the biggest, so that's probably the one we should we should spend the most time and focus on. 
Um, glo- this is a global issue, by the way, that there's a shortage and that, you know, prices are absolutely jumping and have jumped up the past two years and have 2020 since the start of the pandemic. They were increasing up to that point than last year when everybody thought there was going to be down. I didn't, by the way, listen back to my episodes. I've been calling a, a boom um, ahead of a bust for for the past year, certainly when everybody else was expecting a bust and this year as well things have gone up even more i believe personally for whatever it's worth i believe we haven't reached the the downturn part yet and here is where the the i suppose a fallacy of of the the waiting around for a downturn is going to come into play if you sit on your hands waiting for the market to dip waiting for a downturn or waiting for normalization, you risk it going even higher and it becoming less attainable and even harder for you to try to find, you know, an area that you can jump in. So while, you know, a crash will eventually happen, if it doesn't come for, for, for quite a while, then you're really, really going to miss out. I sat on my hands throughout um, the, the the recession from 2007-2008, played it safe. You know, it wasn't a bad strategy, but I certainly have regrets because I missed out on a load of opportunity. Now, here's the catch-22. You know, you, you right now, you know, when prices are, uh, across the board are rising, you might have more of an opportunity to, to borrow money, to extend a line of credit. And when there's a crash, a lot of people say, I'll just wait until there's a crash and, and, and prices bottom out and there's a dip and then I'll, I'll swoop in and purchase stuff. But the problem with that is when well, that happens, there's there's less money uh, available to borrow and you might find it very hard to borrow. So you may not actually be able to, to, to do any of that strategy. So even if you're buying, you know, not at the height of the market, not the winner's curse the final couple of years before before the fall at the very, very height. But even if you did, if you can wait long enough and, and continue to pay off your debt, you'll have assets that you possibly wouldn't have been able to get even if there had been a, a downturn and the, and the prices have bottomed out. You know what I mean? You, you, you have something, yes, you've done it the hard way and I've certainly been in this position, but if, you've ma- if you manage to keep your head above water and you manage to wait long enough, even stuff that was priced at the top of the market will eventually be valued at a higher level if you can wait long enough. We all know the property cycle um, and, the, and the, the economic cycle goes around and round and each point is higher than, highest point is higher than the last and each lowest point is higher than the previous lower, lower lowest point. So it, it goes up in ranges. So by the next downturn and the next dip, it would be very unlikely that the, the prices would ever dip to the same uh, low levels that they did during the recession. Do you know what I mean? So even if even if you've purchased something you know high enough in the economic cycle, you can still make your money, you can still ha- turn a profit, and you can still have assets that you wouldn't ordinarily be able to acquire especially if prices were rock bottom and and there was a there was a downturn that 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 some people are anticipating and and willing willing to happen hoping hoping that they can take advantage of that so keep that in mind now i don't think we're at the prop top of the market one of the reasons why i don't think we're at the top of the market yet is because 
not all prices have some some have but not all prices have uh, surpassed um the previous um boom uh, prices and i mean that that was a good time ago now 2007 2008 so you're talking 13 years ago i'm sure if you've any involvement in property and you've any interest in the markets you've heard that values double every 10 years well that's not strictly true but you know it's been 14 years 13 14 years since the last uh, major dip so prices haven't reached where they were in that part of the cycle. And as I've tried to explain earlier, the highest point will always continue to go higher than the previous high, highest point, eventually given enough time, and the lowest point will be higher than the previous lowest point. So property, yes, property prices due to shortage, due to excess savings, due to, um, you know, you know the, the pent up demand, uh, for, for various reasons, more first-time buyers to do with the population rate, um, I, I more uh, marriages and uh, breakdowns and divorces culminating in, in you know, people in, in both parties wanting their own individual property. That puts pressure on the market. Um, investors are always looking because you know that there's there's no there's nothing to be made from just keeping your money on deposit in a bank account. So investors, are, you know, have money at the moment. Um, and and as I tried to say at the very start, the the governments around the world globally have been pumping that much money into the market to try to make the the economy float. That to to balance it out is extremely hard. Well, it's impossible. So there are massive pockets of money in different sectors, and there are people who are willing to spend that money and want to maximize that money. So property prices, I don't think they're at the peak. Um, so it might mean that you don't just buy your bog standard deal. You might just have to look a bit more. You have to might have to enjoy the looking, to invest the time, to think about things differently, to structure deals a bit better. You might have to look at commercial instead of residential. There's lots of different ways to do it. I do think that there's value there. And as I tried to say, I regret sitting on my hands during the, the previous downturn and, and, and just waiting it out as... I'm sure some people's strategies right now is, as, as things continue to climb is going to be. And I'm just trying to say to you that it could be a mistake. It might be a mistake. It might, it might be clever. It's up to you to really have, you know, a, a well-balanced viewpoint and have a think about it. Crypto is another one. I'm certainly no crypto expert. Um, you know, Bitcoin is the highest it's ever been. There are other, um, you know, junk crypto, as, as, as some people call it. Um, our, our lower price crypto that that could be a value to you you might have to look at that do i think bitcoin will continue to go up yes i do do i think ethereum and all these other ones that are that are chasing behind will continue to go up yes they will and the thing about crypto is you know it is highly speculative but you know if you if you follow it and you study it and you follow the charts and you follow the graphs it has continued to go up you know de it defying what you know a lot of a lot of experts in their field are trying to protect their particular domain especially those in in the you know the financial services that haven't acknowledged um the cryptocurrencies so mightn't be in their best interest for it to keep rising maybe that's one of the reasons why they're biased towards you know not supporting crypto but more and more mainstream financial services are embracing blockchain technology at the moment so if it's good enough for them it's absolutely good enough for you to have a look look at i know cryptocurrencies is you know a daunting name 
but you know you can invest it, it, it at cents and pennies level it doesn't have to be big and you can certainly you know invest with money that you won't miss it doesn't have to be large chunks again investing isn't about millions it could be about five euro can be about 10 euro on a consistent basis it can be small money can equal big money and it's nothing to be sniffed at so crypto is certainly one for you to study um, yeah, to buy, you need a few quid to buy one Bitcoin right now, but you can buy, you know, 0.01% of a, of a Bitcoin and there are cheaper coins that you can study that are could possibly be well worth it. Gold and silver, the same. I think they're, you know, priced quite high at the moment, but, you know, you might want to study it. You, you might want to, you know, buy it, you know, um, digitally you might want to actually you know purchase the, the the physical you'll have to study it yourself bullion versus coin you know there are other precious metals as well you can look at too shares and stocks it's the same thing again you know i suppose with shares and stocks it's a little bit easier because you can just put it into you know mutual funds you can just put it into you know, just follow the S&P 500, you can't really go wrong. But it is something that you should have an active interest in and, and, and study the markets. Um, NFTs, now there's a brand new player to the field, which is actually bat poo crazy um, at the moment to anyone that doesn't understand it. And it is hard to understand non-fungible uh, fun tokens, non-fungible tokens, I nearly pronounced that wrong. And it, it's a it's a crazy phenomenon um well it is it is to me because you know i i certainly haven't speculated in it and maybe you might it's it's an emerging force um where where things like memes and and digital art are trading for absolutely massive amounts of money based on the blockchain technology that was created for you know cryptocurrencies and if you if you don't know anything about it, even just from an entertainment point of view, it's well worth googling NFT. Um, as I said, non non fungible tokens and seeing what it's all about because the stuff that's that's trading for absolutely millions. Maybe you could be an early adopter of that and you know benefit in, in, in some way for that i'll just throw that one out there but i haven't done so myself so but that shouldn't stop you from looking at it now it's the same with trading any type of commodity or art or wine there if you know what you're doing and you research the market and you have an interest you can certainly make money from it and um, if you sit on your hands all i'm saying is if you sit on your hands and you choose to play it safe and do nothing you could well, you will miss out on opportunities right now. You could play it safe and decide that you'll wait until there's going to be a downturn and there's going to be a dip imminently. You might believe that and therefore wait. But what I'm saying to you is what if there isn't? What if there's another few years of a massive growth spurt? Then you're left behind and you haven't taken advantage of you know your current opportunities and when you look back you look back with that regret and you look back with the rose tinted glasses saying i can see the opportunity now but they've passed me by and if you sit back and you do nothing and you play it safe and you play it passively then it's very 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 hard to generate you know some type of financial independence and some type of wealth so what i want you to do 
is regardless of, of how you see yourself, regardless of, of how you envision what an investor should look like and, and it does look like, you are an investor, whether you've started investing or not. I want you to look at all these things, have a little bit of fun with your phone, with your computer, have a look, do a little bit of research, play a game in your mind. It's not going to cost you any money. Look up a property or look up crypto or look up gold, silver, shares, NFTs, commodities, art, wine. Look up something. Track it over the next couple of weeks and see for yourself if you had uh, purchased it, if you had invested some money, would you in that two-week period, would you, like fantasy football, would you have made money? Would you have lost money? Now, once you start looking and studying the market, especially if it's in an area of, of, of interest to you, it, you, you can't but benefit from it. And it might spur you off and start, as I said, even don't be intimidated by it. Even small money is perfect. In fact, people who I know who are high net worth individuals only um, invest small money into most of these areas. They actually don't invest large. So as I said, whatever stereotypical um, uh, you know, views you have about you know, investors, you're wrong. It's everybody. It's you, me, it's all of us. It's everyone. It's a game that we can all, all play, study from, and, and there's no barriers to you getting good at it. So give it a go. Have a think about it. I think there is value right now. Do you, what do you think? Do you think there's value right now? Are you going to sit on your hands? I'm not saying that's a bad strategy because at the end of the day, whatever strategy gives you peace of mind and you can live with makes you happy is the strategy for you. So that could be this passive strategy. Doing anything else may, may stress you out and it's not worth the price that you pay. So what is your strategy? Do you think there's value right now? If you think there's value, where do you think there's value? If you have any good tips, absolutely let me know. As I said, enjoy, study the market, have fun with it and best wishes thank you for listening I'm Roundhouse Rob the success sensei life is a fight you can enjoy and win bowing out. this has been the success sensei fighting the winning fight so add us subscribe like and comment keep those hands up and keep moving forward